we love Washington. Uh huh. And we saw him die hard fans. Yeah, we are. You know, we keep it on 10. One, let's talk about two, the one, two, and three. Defense. Let's go. And they gifted. We are Nathan and the Stoner. Yeah, that's breath the district. Come on now and join us. Join Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 160 here on Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. Trev is out sick. So send all of your good wishes to him as far as getting better there and getting back on his feet. And as while we're sending some well wishes, stoner, mm-hmm. uh, very briefly, just going to wish those in Kansas City well, uh, as there was the shooting that happened there. We're not going to touch on it any further than that other than to send our well wishes here from ref the district. And then it happens to be Valentine's day as well. And our Mrs. EP and miss stoner are indulging us and allowing us to do this live stream here that we do every Wednesday. This Wednesday just happened to fall on their holiday. (laughs) Uh, So happy Valentine's day to Mrs. Stoner and EP. We appreciate everybody jumping in here with us on this fine Wednesday for episode 150. Of course, we do stream live every Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So you can catch us live and join the conversation. Or you can listen to us on your favorite audio podcast wherever you listen to those. And just make sure you leave a rating and review when you do so because it helps other people find us. And speaking of EP, she has allowed me her space here. So if you're a big Potter head like she is, you'll probably enjoy some of the stuff like Harry Potter here peeking over my shoulder. We're doing some home renovations, and so I've been getting kicked around from room to room. Next week, fingers crossed, next week I should be in the new space. I'll make sure to share the uh, images of that when we get there. Today's episode is going to be a doozy. We're going to be talking about free agency in the cool down. During the game, we'll be talking about the retainers. Who should Washington of their own free agents keep on the books? So we've got a couple of those listed. A lot of people were complaining about Chase Young being on the (laughs) graphic for today. Uh, That one's more for a free agency, but technically a Washington commander, they could uh, re-sign here to play in this next season. And then we got some exciting coach carousel information here. Lots of moves have been happening stoner and it's been almost hard to keep up with them. I mean, it just, every time you look, there's something else happening. Another coach is being hired and another GM is being brought on. And it's just, it's kind of exciting times. And it's probably, you know, what right now, Washington's chances to win a Super Bowl might be low, but I have a feeling with this team that they're getting there, the chances are going to go up and up and up. And if you want to take a bet on those chances, you can head over to Bet Online, where you have all of your sports wagering news, NBA actions in full swing, March Madness right around the corner. You got you got the Caps playing. The Wiz are actually playing right now. If you want to bet on them or bet against them, all that information is right there for you on Bet Online. Just use the code Believe B L E A V to get yourself a fifty percent welcome bonus. On your first deposit. Again, that's B L E A V on Bet Online, where the game starts. <clears throat> Stoner, I used the image here. Yeah. Before I created these a couple days ago because I did have uh, back surgery yesterday. So I, I did all this on Monday with the information we had on Monday. And this was a guy you were excited about. And then even more exciting things happened. So 
are you still, is this still the most exciting hire? Tell people who are listening to this on audio who this is and whether or not this is still your favorite hire this week. Yeah. Ken Norton Jr. is the guy that's pictured in there. He's, he's, uh, I've liked him a long time. I've actually liked him since he was a player. That's how far back I go with Ken Norton Jr. uh, when he played for the Cowboys and the 49ers. And he's been a coach for quite a bit with the 49ers, a defensive guy. Uh, with the 49ers, uh, with Seahawks, and et cetera, et cetera. He's a, he's a heck of a good coach. He's got a lot of um, a, a fantastic reputation throughout the league as being a hard-nosed coach, uh, a, mm-hmm. one of those guys that uh, linebackers love playing for him and, and love working with him. But, uh, I'm yeah, I'm super excited about the Ken Norton Jr. hire. I'm excited about a lot of the hires. I mean – you ask anybody that is following this team right now in Washington and everybody has good things to say. When you, when you look at some of the other teams, like look at who Seattle hired for offensive coordinator and, and uh, defensive coordinator, you're just kind of like, huh? Right. <laughs> but then you look at Washington and look, it's just a name right now. It's just a hire and they've got to, they've got to coach their butts off and be able to work things out. But Ken Norton jr. Was a, a really good hire. And, and if I can just kind of slide in here, I know you got a lot of more questions and ways to get around this, but a really sneaky good hire is that Brian Johnson hire on the offensive side from Philadelphia. Um, because I think what he brings, and we can go deeper into it, but if Clint, Cliff Kingsbury is the guy we kind of think he is, which is he maybe he should be a head coach, but for now he's going to get back into the offensive coordinator role to get kind of back into the NFL groove, and then maybe next he has a big year, and then he goes on to be a head coach next year. Then you got Brian Johnson ready to just slide right into that OC role. So yeah. we're always worried about getting a, a Dan Quinn type, a CEO type, when you get good coordinators and they end up doing really well, and and then they move on, and then you're like, oh, we got to start all over. Well, if you got Brian Johnson, he just slides. Right. That nice continuity there. I, I think that there's just a lot to be excited about. I mean, for goodness sakes, you know things are going well. When Roger is even oh. speaking good things about it, he's saying this That's staff it. is full of experience and youth and teachers. This is so different, excited for this rebuild. And that's really what I'm hearing. I mean, there's maybe a hire that doesn't excite people for one reason or another. We're going to be talking about some of those here in the, the warm-up. But then there's a hire like Anthony Lynn that was just like, are you kidding me? We got, he's going to be our running back coach. This guy I thought was done dirty and uh, with the chargers, he should, I don't think he should have been fired with the chargers. Then he's been a part of the rushing attack out there with the Shanahan offense. He's going to be bringing that to this, what people keep expecting to be a very cliff Kingsbury pass happy offense. And so you're going to kind of marry these two up. And I think it's going to be fairly exciting. Now there's some legit concerns on maybe having too many voices, but there is, Everyone, I think, is coming aboard on this and trying to be on the same page. And I think that there is something here that is brewing that's really nice. So even though Al Catone here is saying, hey, fans, please stop looking at this with emotion. Think with logic. We'll mm-hmm. think with logic, I think, Al Catone, when games are on the line and we can take a look at it. But right now, 
we are grabbing the talent from across the league and it's great it's stealing the best it's stealing the best position coaches within the division then it's sure. grabbing people from super bowl winning caliber teams and Absolutely. bringing them in here and it's having all these connections so when we hit free agency which we'll be talking about in the cool down now all of a sudden you got these player connections and these players who want to work with these coaches that they've known and you'll be able to upgrade this team in a way that I don't think we've seen in a long time. Yeah, and I think there was a – when we started talking about last week and we only really had the head coach and the two main coordinators uh, when we were talking about with um, Cliff Kingsbury and um, uh, defensive coordinator – help me out. It's I'm drawing a blank here. Who Who's the defensive uh, who? coordinator? Huh? Uh, Witt. Yeah, Joe Witt Jr. Sorry, I was mm -hmm. just blanking for a second. We didn't really know a whole lot about who all the staff was and everything. And a lot of people didn't like the Dan Quinn hire, right? Mm -hmm. But what we knew or what we'd heard from across the league was that Dan Quinn's expertise, his best quality, was his ability to put together a great staff. Even in Atlanta, when he had Raheem Morris, when he had Kyle Shanahan, when he had Mike McDaniel, when he had the Lafleur brothers all there at one time, and they ended up going to a Super Bowl with that staff. That's what he does well. So we at least have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he still knows how to put together a staff and add to it the fact that he did that 360-degree look at what went wrong with his coaching in Atlanta. Then you just have to say, he knows what he's doing, and he's putting together a heck of a staff in that that. That's exciting. I'm kind of with Alcatone. I'm not a Kingsbury guy. I don't really necessarily believe in his offense or what he's done. Uh, but I'm going to give him a chance because Dan Quinn hired him. But the minute he goes out there and and uh, in the first four games and they're averaging 14 points a game, you know, there's going to be hell to pay if something like that happens. Stoner will be real quick with the I told you so no, and the pack try not on the back uh, yeah, that he's no. known for there. So he'll definitely uh, let us know here as I'm trying to get some uh, light in on my face here. The, the one coach that I think most people were really questioning is the offensive line coach. Yeah, that was yeah that's in. fair. And that's, uh, that's a, a different Johnson. Why do you think people didn't really care for that hire, which you are among those? Stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it, of course, again, Bobby Johnson, nobody's really heard of Bobby Johnson, although he's been around for a long time. He's an older kind of coach. Uh, but you just, you know, you go back and you say, okay, what did his offensive lines do with the New York Giants? First of all, uh, he was out of a job. The Giants, yeah. He was out of a job. He got fired by the Giants. Because the last two years, they basically had the 30th ranked offensive line in the league. And that's with two top five draft picks or top 10 draft picks with Andrew Thomas and uh, Evan Neal. So he didn't do well in his last couple of stints. Uh, sure. yeah, stints. But he does have a good track record if you kind of go back. He's an old school guy. He's a guy that's going to get in your face uh, and scream and yell and all that other stuff. And and but he hasn't done well the last couple of years, so it's good, it's okay to question that move. But again, this is Dan Quinn, and mm -hmm. I, he kind of knows what he's doing when he's putting together a staff. So we're just gonna have to kind of wait and see. 
he's got nowhere to go but up with this offensive line, Nathan. Nathan, the uh, predictor of Washington's <laughs> offensive line will be top 10 by the end of the year. Um, it, he, there's nowhere to go but up because this yeah. was a bad offensive line as a group. It was, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. But, you know, the sacks, they were on pace for a sack record for quite a while. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what he does. Uh, I understand questioning Bobby Johnson for offensive line. Yeah, I, I think there's probably, even with Cliff Kingsbury, there's some questions that we're going to have. And like I said, the dice haven't been cast yet. We're 17 and 0 until we find out. Otherwise, right. and there, right now is the time to be excited because as Grimjaw here points out, Dan Quinn, it, it seems to be building this redemption squad. There's a lot of sure. ex-head coaches here. There's a lot of these coaches who've had success who, you know, maybe had a down year or two. But mm -hmm. even then you have ones, like I mentioned, Anthony Lynn, he didn't have a down year. Sure. And he, he jumped ship, I think, at the right time because he was able to uh, leave San Francisco. And then you get Steve Wilkes, who's fired there as the defensive coordinator and there's i don't know is there a position left for steve wilkes because i would wouldn't mind him being here at all and so it and when you're getting a caliber of lynn as the run game coordinator hmm. okay, right not the offensive coordinator nothing he took a lateral move from a team that was just in the super bowl what's that to say? come here to be in Washington. That says a lot. It, that yeah. is absolutely just outstanding. And you have a couple others that are kind of making this move as well. You've well, mentioned the, go ahead, Stoner. Without the going getting too far off the Anthony Lynn deal, I mean, it is a massive deal. He he went from a team that was in the Super Bowl, who's favored to win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, and he is, he had Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Jusek, Jusek and Elijah Mitchell, an awesome running game. And he's coming here to, you know, Brian Robinson, say what you want to know. He's got a lot of potential still there. You don't know if we're going to have Anthony Gibson, uh, Antonio Gibson. We'll talk about him in the next segment. The, that says something about Dan Quinn to me. He sees an opportunity, sees an opportunity mm -hmm. to work for a guy that he really respects. And we kind of talked about that whole um, kind of synergy. If Kingsbury does move on and maybe Bobby Johnson, um, uh, not Bobby Johnson, Brian Johnson, there's so many Johnsons, right? Maybe no Brian Ben Johnson, Johnson though. No Ben Johnson. Uh, if Brian Johnson maybe moves on to an OC with somebody else, then you got Anthony Lynn for your OC. So like you said, you've got a lot of guys here who have the potential to move on next year because of they either took lateral moves or even maybe even lesser roles with uh, Washington. So there's a yeah. good chance there'll be some big turnover, but the Anthony Lynn deal that really came out of left field and it was an impressive hire from day. Yeah, very, very surprising hire for me to, to be able to get a guy like him. Uh, I mentioned Wilkes trying to come on and people mentioned that uh, Pagano likely took that uh, that spot there with the senior defensive assistant again another coach with some pedigree coming in to be a part of this you know kind of redemption tour for Dan Quinn and company uh, Ryan Kerrigan staying on as the pass rush specialist do you do you mm -hmm. like this move do you like keeping on a fan favorite um I mean I'm okay with it I don't want to keep him on because he's a fan favorite 
Let me kind of make that clear. But obviously they liked what he did last year mm-hmm. because Dan Quinn's not going to come in here and start doing people favors. He's not going to come in and, and keep uh, Ryan Kerrigan around because he's a favor. Sure. He's not going to keep, uh, for example, Jennifer King because she is the first female, uh, you know, you know, assistant running backs coach. And then if, yeah. if he doesn't think that they can do the job, he's not going to keep them around for sentimental reasons, anything like mm-hmm. that. So, um, so some of these moves are pretty, and you even see guys out there who are either lobbying for it publicly. Yeah. Logan Paulson has, has said that he would love to work with this coaching team and staff and has not been offered a position. In fact, they hired a tight end coach, uh, in raw. That was uh, a recent hire. You got Will Blackman who came out today and talked about how he wanted to be here as a special teams coach and that it uh you know didn't work out it actually looks like he has deleted that tweet since oh, then if he deleted maybe yeah he i uh over. yeah the, it doesn't exist anymore that's actually interesting i kept it uh uh handy but it uh it's deleted mm-hmm. and so interesting yeah, i i wonder i thought it was kind of in not poor taste i don't want to say it say it that way but i thought it was very interesting to be like, hey, I wanted to be a part of this, but I didn't get it. So he was, he was, he was like, hey, you know, very best of luck to them. But he was, mm-hmm. yeah, he's very, he's transparent. So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. I'll just say it, that. It I was, thought it was yeah. a very interesting tweet from him. And well, it it's seems more like, interesting now that he deleted it. Yeah. I think maybe Dan Quinn or somebody reached out and said, hey, you know, it's not like that. So just be mindful. Uh, special teams coach. Do I have them listed here is Izzo. Right. Uh, course, as a, yeah, a special Izzo. teams coach. So that's uh that's the route that they went. The, that this coaching staff is looking pretty good. Okay. And we knew we were pretty excited about Adam Peters. And yeah. now we can get even more excited because we, a lot of people didn't like the Dan Quinn hire. They wanted Ben Johnson Josh Harris and Adam Peters are on the way to Detroit. Ben Johnson pulls out. They still have, um, uh, man, who's the defensive coordinator? I can't Aaron why Glenn. I can't remember. Aaron yep. Glenn yep. out there to interview. Well, it turns out they didn't take anybody from the coaching staff there. Instead, what they did is they ended up pulling Lance Newmark as the new Washington assistant GM mm. here in Washington, which is getting oh. some people pretty excited here oh, as yeah. Polo styles would mentioned it earlier. Um, and then silver Fox asking, you know, do you know anything about him? Do you know anything about Lance Newmark? What do you got on Lance Newmark stoner? I mean, he's 48 years old and he's been in the business for 28 years. He's mm. been in the Detroit system for 20, uh, since he was 20 years old. And it's been all with Detroit. And he's worked his way all the way up to the assistant GM behind the guy who's being praised all over the league again because of the draft picks he's made the last few years because of the trade for Jared Goff. Uh, Think about the draft that he had last year. We all, we lost our minds when they drafted Jameer Gibbs with that top 10 pick. I can't remember where he was. I think it was like eight, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but we were like, we were screaming. Do you remember when they picked Jameer? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it was early top fifteen at least. It was it was insane. With it was one of the reasons why we got excited because we're like, hey, Gonzo's going to fall to us. We're going to get one of these top guys because Detroit's going out of left field here yep. and taking uh, Gibbs and everything. Yep. Just kind of we was weird from that point. 
And then they took uh, Jack Campbell, a middle linebacker that when we were all like, hmm, you know, in the first round. Then they took Laporta, I believe, in the mm-hmm. second round. And he's been, I mean, he's only the best rookie tight end. Yeah, I mean, just massive. Yeah. And then if you look at kind of all their picks in the last few years, they're doing work over there in Detroit. And it's super impressive what he's doing. But again, what is throwing me or uh, what's confusing me kind of in the same thing with Anthony Lynn, he's coming over here doing the same thing he was going to do in Detroit and with a successful organization. And he's saying, you know what? I want to go be a part of something that I think is going to be big. And that's Mm -hmm. in Washington with Dan Quinn. And I'm going to leave this comfort of what we've got going here in Detroit with everything with, uh, um, um, the quarterback and the great offense and the Ben Johnson staying and a, a great GM that they've got and a great coach and all. And he says, I'm going to leave that. And I'm going to go do the same thing. Maybe he got a little bump in pay, but he's not getting a bump in title. He's going to be yeah. an assistant GM here. That's really impressive that and Anthony Lynn. And I was just like, my mind is sort of blown. I mean, if, if it was somebody who was coming over from like the, uh, give me a, give me a currently bad team here. The bears, the bears, if he was the assistant yeah. GM for the Bears, I'd be like, uh, who, by know. the way, Washington did did interview. So, <laughs> well, yeah, he interviewed yeah. their assist, yeah, for our yeah. GM and didn't go with them. Smart move. Yeah. I'm glad they did because <laughs> uh, the Bears drafts have not been anything to, to smile yeah. about, but yeah, so I, I like that move really just because of that. Yeah, so Commandees had asked this question, I wanted to make sure I get answered because Kevin earlier thought we didn't engage with our audience, which of course is ludicrous. We do. Kevin, if you're still here, uh, much appreciation for you tuning in today. But Commandees uh, says, do we have a DBs coach yet? And we do. Uh, nine hours ago, they commanders have set out to hire Tom Donatel as their mm-hmm. DB coach. Any yeah. uh, information on Donatel? I don't have a lot of, uh, I don't have a big file on Donatel, but um, I'm just going to kind of have to keep going back to that sort of um thing i just my crutch at this point which is if dan quinn says i want you to be a part of my staff we're gonna have to believe that this guy's got a lot to offer to uh to washington yeah so i i do have just a little bit on donatel okay so he was the minnesota minnesota vikings defensive coordinator in 2022 before that defensive coordinator for the broncos in 19 through 21 a db coach with the chicago bears with the 49ers before that secondary coach and with the broncos again nine uh 2009 and 2010 he was actually the defensive coordinator here in washington in 2008 so he has some experience uh in washington before yeah and and i think one of those things kind of those that that thread like you said it's a redemption uh tour it is this guy has experience as a defensive coordinator at several different stops and again washington has people who is collecting people from across the board and is trying to put as much talent in here as we could um and, i want to throw so, in on the defensive line um yep. deal real quick in that you know with kerrigan that was another one where i was just kind of pondering i'm like they hired kerrigan as assistant defensive line coach mm-hmm. but they didn't hire anybody at that point when they hired kerrigan for the defensive line coach and i was like well why would they hire a guy to be the assistant to somebody 
that they don't even know who that is yet. But it was one of those deals where they were waiting for the Super Bowl to end, and they went and plucked another San Francisco guy, which was uh, Daryl Tapp. He was their assistant defensive yeah. line coach, and now he's hired as a defensive line coach. And you're plucking from the best teams, yeah. and I think that's amazing. So it's another great hire on the for a defensive line coach. Yeah. So I've been I've been corrected. I did read off the uh, the wrong player uh, profile, the wrong coach profile. I got Donatel? I got Ed Donatel. Yeah, uh, who dad, who's right. the dad? I did the dad. So appreciate Gus Bus, Tommy T, and others who had pointed out that I had the uh, the wrong head coach. So I have the Donatel page brought up here, and I did not look closely enough <laughs> that I was pulling up Ed Donatel because I read off Tom Donatel. Uh, but then I pulled up the Ed Donatel uh, coaching page. So that is my bad. So, yeah, a little bit of a Nepo hire there. Um, so we'll see how that goes out there. He was, uh, let's see, Donatel is the son of longtime NFL assistant Ed Donatel, defensive back coach for the first two years, and he is a defensive passing game coordinator, secondary coach last year. So he's spent four seasons working with the Seahawks before making the move to Los Angeles. Uh, ben Standig here with the report. Uh, Donatel spent the last three seasons with the Staley coach out there in uh, in there. So Josh Alper as well from Pro Football Talk on the article info that I'm just grabbing that from. So uh, appreciate again the correction. We like to uh, make sure that we are as correct as possible. And sometimes, yeah, you know, a little little mistake yeah, happens, here, happens there. We're not so, perfect. That's why we got all you all in here to correct us when we go off you, you can't correct our opinions you can't correct <laughs> facts, yeah if any any facts i want to make sure that we do get right um yeah tap daryl tap was tapped as the defensive line coach you have norton jr as the linebacker coach um defense pass coordinator is going to be uh simmons so i just think that washington did a good job collecting some of the coaches and they've kept a couple they kept pritchard yep, uh to be to be the QB coach. That was he has experience with the QBs. I think that, you know, Cliff Kingsbury talked with him and, the, and, and with Dan Quinn, and they were just like, hey, this is somebody who we want to, you know, bring on to the, uh, to the party here. Brian has some concern with that, though, and this is a common concern I've yeah. heard, Stoner. So That's is fair. there anything we can ease – the concern with, because Brian here, what most concerns me is almost none of the offensive coaches have worked together before, and they seemingly are bringing different styles to the to play at as well. Does that concern you? Is there anything that could potentially ease our minds when it comes with this? Uh, I use the crutch that, hey, Dan Quinn knows what he's doing, but that's absolutely a concern. Mm -hmm. Not just, like you said, and like someone else said, not just the fact that uh, they haven't worked together, but they come from a background of different style of offenses. Yeah. And so that you're going to rely heavily on guys being able to work together and have an understanding in those coaching rooms to be able to say very, you got to be very clear about everything. You know, Cliff Kingsbury is the offensive coordinator. Basically anything that he says goes with this offense, you're going to have to put whatever personal feelings about his offense aside and work with him. And they obviously are going to work that out in uh, before you hire a guy. They're not just yeah. going to hire a guy without, you know, they're not going to hire Anthony Lynn 
without talking to Cliff Kingsbury first and the two of them getting together and having a good understanding before they get started. But it's absolutely a concern. Uh, I I do have a concern. I mean, I have a concern with Kingsbury to begin with, but yeah, that that's another layer to the concernness. Yeah. I, I think that all of this will actually work together mainly because of Dan Quinn and the message that they're bringing is that we do have, and we know this from military, right? Like the diversity of thought uh, mm-hmm. process here. So they're trying to bring in these different thought processes because they're trying to have one unified focus mm. and We've seen it fail before. Obviously, it didn't go well in Carolina as one of the ones that people tend to point out. But if you have the right people in charge to kind of help guide you towards that, I think that you can really uh, work it out. So I do think that this is going to be interesting and how this is going to work and how this is going to be uh, good. Because you were talking to – we talked to Anthony Lynn. This is a guy who, again, comes from the Shanahan – uh, you know, San Francisco 49ers. He was leading their running game. He's also actually has a, a different running game background as well, but he's going to be bringing in some motions. He's going to be bringing in the stuff that Cliff Kingsbury doesn't normally do. And as Locked On Law says, that this is going to be fine because these hires are going to help keep this Cliff Kingsbury offense from getting predictable as they're going to, you know, aligned vision tommy thanks for thanks for that because yeah, I, I knew there was an actual term that they were gonna using get, that's gonna get so, annoying that's gonna yeah. be like is, is, is this our new buffalo nickel is this our new is this our new position flex is aligned vision well i'll yeah. be darned i like the aligned vision uh and i thought it was interesting a couple of people who got aligned into different roles remaining on the staff we knew martin mayhew was going to be continuing while he's finally got his job title figured out he's Mm. transitioning to the role of senior personnel executive advisor to gm uh adam peters Uh, those two have worked together adam schefter with a report there so we knew that one was going to stay on marty herney is also staying on uh Mm. transitioning to an advisory role supporting football operations what do you make of the marty's kind of sticking around and in their new roles Ah, uh, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, they obviously weren't that great while they were here for the last couple of years. I don't know where this is going to go. Is this something that they're just going to hang on to, un, you know, until after the draft, until after um, training camp or, you know, until they get into the season and then let them go? I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of it, but they obviously made a good impression. When you talk about Herney and, uh, you know, the two Martys and Mayhew and Herney, and you talk about Tavita Pritchard, Ryan Kerrigan, and I think there was one more coach that they, that I'm trying to think, maybe there was, maybe that was just Pritchard and Kerrigan uh, that they retained. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I had just closed out of that tab too. That might be it, but they obviously made an impression because again, Mm. he's not come. Dan Quinn, Adam Peters, they're not coming in here to do anybody favors. They don't owe, they don't have anybody that they owe. Josh Harris doesn't owe anybody something that maybe Dan Snyder may have promised, and he would he might have to owe people certain things. They're not doing that. So uh with you know Pritchard is is good at what he does, you know Kerrigan is good at what he does, and apparently the Hernies are pretty good at what they do. They're not gonna be in on those decisions, but they're gonna be coming around. So Yep. That's uh that 
that's impressive on their part. Yeah, there we go. Bobby Ingram was is still the go. wide receiver coach. Good so thanks, Brian. Brian, for that uh, that shout out I knew there. there was one more. Yeah, the um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they all come together with this aligned vision that they've got coming for the team. Now, do Stoner and I agree with the aligned vision mm. when it comes to who to retain for these Washington Commanders? You'll have mm. to find out in the game. 